This is ESPN New York Tonight. Here's Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer. What a way to start the show. Rangers get a win. I was concerned about them. Also, we got football and basketball to talk about, too. Let's go to work. That's the number to join ESPN New York tonight. Larry Hardesty, Gordon Damer, at Hardesty ESPN, at Gordon Damer, at ESPN NY, 98 underscore 7 FM, along with the good vibes, Brian Mungia. We're here until midnight. Then there's Freddie and Fitzsimmons continuing the conversation on 98.7 ESPN in New York. Hey, Gordon. Larry, how we feeling? Nice little Ranger win for a change. Maybe that'll calm everybody down a little bit. I was I was invested. Gordon, I was invested on the Ranger game tonight because I've got I've got Ranger fans trading half the team away. Yeah. I, and in and, and the 2-4 and 1 and listen, and you mentioned it last night. I understand one loss, one goal losses get you concerned. Okay, you don't when you expected them to be better with the young players. I get it. And tonight, Gordon, I got to tell you. Omar played very well in goal for for Buffalo. He stopped a lot of shots. It seemed like a lot of shots early, too, right? Yeah, yeah, he did. He stopped them early. And then, for me, I was a little con- – here's why I was concerned. They're up 2-1, and they take the penalty. They they don't score, okay, which could have made it 3-1. Now they get the, now they get the penalty, and just like it's, it's like as soon as they set up the power play, Buffalo scored. I'm like, I, I, I felt I, – I channeled my inner Dave Maloney. I was like, uh-oh. This could be. This is. This is not going to be good. But listen, they. They, both. Both teams played well. The Rangers found a way to keep them out of the net. And uh, you know, the the first overall number one pick in the NHL draft gets his first goal, and the Rangers get the win. Yeah, and when you blow the lead again, you have to. I would think even for players, there has to be a, even though it's you know what five games in or whatnot. Yeah, there has to be a sense of oh here we go again, right? I mean, yeah. so to be able to to get to overtime, get the game winner, get a much needed win to just. You know, just take a sigh, right? A sigh of relief uh, that uh, the slide is has been tempered, at least for the time being, uh, has to make you feel good. It does. And listen, they, they get a day off, Gordon, to uh, relax. Of course, they'll get, you know, look at a little video. And then they're back on the ice at home, as uh, Don mentioned in the post game. And so, you know, they're, they're in the tri-state area, at least for the next couple of days. So maybe they get on, maybe they get on the road. Yeah. You know this, Gordon. It's all about confidence, right? You 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 get the turn of events. You get your young players going. You you could have lost the game, but you don't. You find ways to lose the other games. You win this one, and then listen. If you can find a way to beat Pittsburgh, now you turn things around. Yeah, and really, I, I mean, outside of the first game against the Islanders, they really haven't been blown out in any of these games. They've been in each of these games. They've had leads in the games. So hopefully, it's just that little bit of you know that extra push here or there. Uh, can get them going in the right direction. And, you know, a week from now, all of a sudden, things can seem a lot brighter. No question about it. Well, Gordon, it started today. I was uh, up. I'm watching Greeny because, you know, I'm, I'm waiting for him to get that sign from, from the jet phone. You know, like the bat phone had the mm-hmm. signal in the sky. So I'm waiting for the jet logo to go in the sky so Greeny can tell me that they've got Deshaun Watson. So I'm listening to Greeny, and then, and then Shefty comes on. And says that it's official. Deshaun Watson officially asked the Texans for a trade. Texas new head coaching hire David Culley. <laughs> that didn't help. Shocking, huh? <laughs> Watson said, no, nah, that's not going to work. We're out of here. So, uh, you know, he signed, as you know, that four-year, $156 million contract extension in September. Under contract through 2025 has a no trade. But once again, he, so that puts him kind of in control. Rich Cimini was on the Michael K show. And uh, Cimini was asked by the guys, is what on Watson's interest in the Jets. Yeah, I know there was a story, a report out of South Florida over the weekend that said the Jets were his number one choice. My understanding is that that is not accurate. Now, they may be on the list somewhere down a little bit, but I don't think that's his number one destination, which, of course, is important in this scenario because he has a no-trade clause, as you guys know. So he has a lot of control over where he ends up going. So I don't think he'll end up with the Jets. Do I think they're interested? Yeah, they'll make a phone call. Maybe they'll make an offer. But I just can't see Joe Douglas offering draft capital that it'll take to get to Sean Watson. So, Gordon, the question for me is, uh, what draft capital would it take? I mean, if for me, if I'm Joe Douglas, and once again, I'm not, so I can say that. But if I were Joe Douglas and you told me, number one, number one, three number ones, 
I have no problem giving up three number ones, Gord. I don't see how you can. I mean, we go through this all the time. Uh, the Jets have been looking for this guy for 50 years. Uh, this is the guy you've been looking for. I mean, if you were to take all things into consideration right now, the only quarterback in the – I'm talking about age, ability, accomplishments. If you were to take all of that into consideration, I think the only quarterback who you would definitely take ahead of him is Patrick Mahomes, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Everybody else, maybe you can make a case, right? But Aaron Rodgers is a little bit older. You know, Tom Brady's great, but he's 43 years old. You can make a case maybe for some other guys. I don't think that there's anybody you would say, absolutely, I would take him over Deshaun Watson. And here he is, potentially available, and here he is, potentially interested in your team. Yeah, I know. And and so for me, once again, and it's easy for me to sit here and say, <laughs> because I'll have the, the pressure to make that. And I get it. I get the thought process. There's so many more things the team needs. There's, they're not just one quarterback away. But, but. <laughs> it's the most important it position is. you have. Yes. It's no question. You have a quarterback. You feel better about everything else. Everything else tends to fall into place. More people want to come play. He elevates your play. He makes your defense better because he's going to keep the offense on the field and you'll get sevens. I mean, it's, it's a no-brainer. Samini was also asked by the guys on the Michael K. Show, what's more likely, do the, if, if indeed they don't get, uh, if indeed they don't get Watson, what's more likely? Will the Jets keep Sam Darnold or draft a quarterback? I think they're really looking into drafting a quarterback. Um, now, th- this process has barely begun. I mean, Joe Douglas hasn't even met Zach Wilson yet. You know, he hasn't watched him work out in person yet, or, or Justin Fields for that matter. So. I think they're going to go through this entire process, and if they really fall in love with a Zach Wilson or a Justin Fields, I absolutely can see them using that second pick on a quarterback. All right, so... Well, that that makes no sense. (laughs) If you're using the second pick in the draft, potentially on a quarterback, take that as part of the package and Mm -hmm. get the best guy. Yeah, exactly. Because I, it makes no sense. Because it makes no sense. No, because Gordon, none of the. With all due respect, and and I'm not trying to be, you know, I don't, I I don't have a promo tag on my name, but I will, <laughs> but I will say this: you're under the promo code Gordon Umbrella, Larry. You have no doubt. Okay, all right, but I will say this, Gordon. I don't know. I know <laughs> Sam Darnold's not going to be Deshaun Watson. No, I'm, and I'm not sure that Fields or 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 Wilson is going to be Deshaun Watson. But right. you know what? I know what Deshaun Watson is right now. You don't even know that Trevor Lawrence is going to be him. I mean, right. we all think Trevor Lawrence, and we've heard about him for years now, and I do think that he is going to be a franchise quarterback. But he could be a franchise quarterback and not be as good as Deshaun Watson. I mean, that's very exactly. possible. Exactly. And just think about it. He, Watson was drafted in 2017, right? Mm-hmm. Here are the quarterbacks, the big quarterbacks, that have come out and been available since then. Darnold, Allen, Josh Rosen, Lamar, Kyler Murray, Daniel Jones, Haskins, Locke, Herbert, Burrow, Tua. He's better than all. I mean, how many more years do you have? Uh, do you want to go before there's even a quarterback available in the draft that's as good as this guy? Yeah, that's right. So it, it, say you stick with Sam this year, Turns out, you know what? Sam's not making the progress that we thought. Or, you know, he's just kind of, he's made some progress, but he's not nearly at that upper echelon level as of yet. Now you're going to be in the draft next year doing what? Looking for a quarterback. (laughs) Which means you have a lousy record again. Yes. And you don't want to have, and listen, Salah didn't come here to to, to duplicate 2-12, and and 2-14. He didn't come here to do that. He came here to turn things around. So, you know, I, it's just I, I don't I don't get it. I, I just don't. But now, look, know. I don't want to pay anything more than I have to pay. And I do think mm-hmm. that it's going to be about, you know, the thing that Schefter said today that I found interesting was is, you know, that there was that report that Watson wanted uh, the Jets or the Dolphins. What Schefter said today that I thought was very interesting was that that Watson really wouldn't veto a trade to too many places. Basically, mm-hmm. what he wants right now is off the Texans. And then everything else, it seems like, 
is kind of negotiable. So uh, that kind of leaves it a little bit more open that, you know, the Jets can't sit back and think, well, you know what, we're sitting pretty. If you're opening it up to what you would think is a large group of teams, like 15 teams that have interest, you know, if you have to push for that extra first-round pick, if you have to, you know, as, as Tannenbaum said the other day, you know, you can find a, another great defensive tackle in, 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 mm-hmm. uh, in, in Quentin Williams. You've been looking for the quarterback yeah. for 50 years. Here right. he is. Yeah. Go get him. When this first came up with the Jets, I said send them every draft pick you have, the entire roster, and the Chrysler building if you have to throw that in to try and get him, which does bring me to my very quick self-serving question. A week ago, with regard to the Jets and Watson, you said to me, and I quote, don't get your hopes up. Does that still apply? I believe that still applies, Reef. Yes, right now, yes, I do believe that still applies. If I were you, I would not have my hopes up. Adam Schefter, Mike Greenberg on Greeny. Here on 98.7 ESPN, 1-800-919-3776. So, I don't Gordon, I don't know if Shefty's trying to keep Greeny from hurting himself or just yeah. <laughs> keeping keep him, the sharp objects away. <laughs> or or just say, listen, just just settle down. Don't get your hopes up so you won't be devastated right. in case it doesn't happen. But I, Greeny, I Greeny was just lost after that. Yeah, I will just say this in, in terms of the Jet fan, and, and I'm still kind of surprised. I don't know, you know, we've done shows together. You do a show on Sunday. I do a show on Saturday. I'm surprised that the, it's not overwhelmingly in support of going to get him. Could you imagine if it does turn out? And I, I, I'll say this. I do not think that Miami will end up getting him uh, mm-hmm. for a bunch of reasons. I, I, I think that they would do it if it just kind of falls in their lap, but this type of player is not just going to fall in your lap. I don't think Miami's going to get him. But imagine if they did. Then if you're the Jets, you have to worry about Josh Allen and Deshaun Watson mm-hmm. for the next seven, eight years. And you're, you know, you're, you're taking a quarterback at number two, right? Like a, a complete, you know, seems like wild card or you're sticking with Sam. I mean, you're still kind of in the wilderness in terms of quarterbacks at that point. And you still don't know what New England's going to do because New right. England's not going to do what they did last year. No, they're they're gonna they're gonna find the quarterback. Listen, would I be surprised? And I know from a monetary standpoint, I don't know what their situation is like. I I can see Stafford ending up over over there. If they, Absolutely, if there's a way for them to do that. Matthew Stafford will will be in New England next year. Yes, an established guy. Yes, I could absolutely see that happening. With all these quarterbacks on the move, you know that we're talking about that. There's basically 16 teams that might have different starting quarterbacks next year. New England is definitely, I think, going to be one of those teams. No doubt about it. Because look, <laughs> they are the they the fan base and Robert Kraft is not going to have that situation again. What they had this year. And look, They're I wouldn't be surprised if it's Garoppolo again. That, that somehow be. they figure a way to bring back Garoppolo because the Niners are moving on from him. Yeah, could be. There's no question about it. Let's go to the phones. One eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. Dante and Hillside start us off on ESPN New York tonight. <laughs> Hey man, listen. I'm I'm here. I'm here to speak for all my Jets fans that 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 went to through so much pain, man, with 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 quarterbacks. And listen, listen. I'm with y'all. You yes, we got a ton of picks. You can possibly strike gold with them, but guess what? Just like you can strike gold, you can also crap out. It's just like gambling. It's a chance you can hit, but it's a chance you won't hit. Do we know what Deshaun Watson is? Absolutely. Do we know what? Justin Fields or Zach Wilson is going to be once they enter the league? No, we don't. So the guy that we've been looking for all this time is sitting right here in our lap, and you're telling me that some of the fans or whoever are are possibly banking banking their this season on these guys? We don't know what they're going to do. I know what I know what Deshaun is. Bring this guy over here. Bring we got we still have a this is what a lot of people forget too. We got a ton of cap space. We got a ton of cap space. So you, you, you surround Deshaun with as much talent as possible and put New York on the map. Deshaun, this is where you want to be, baby. You want, you want to be in the media capital, baby. This is it. New York it is, baby. Let's get it. All right, Dante, thanks for the phone call. Listen, we know, uh, Gordon, that the Nets are doing their job trying to get him here. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it seems that way. Which makes you think, like, if that's going on behind the scenes, that that he does have an interest. Now, it might not be exclusive interest in the Jets. I think that that mm-hmm. might be a bit strong. Right. But that of the of the list of teams, 
you know, there's probably maybe not one or two, but the jet, the jets seem like they are on the upper echelon of those teams on his list. And see, I, and there's still the question for me, Gordon still is. And, and I understand that he's using his leverage and he has a right to, he's not happy with what's going on in Houston and with good reason. Uh, but for me still, it's from Houston's standpoint, as you mentioned, it's who's going to give them the best deal. So is is he saying, I'm not going there when the deals come back? Nope, I'm not going there. I'm just telling you right now, I'm not going to go there. So you better go someplace else. Where does his leverage end and where does their leverage say, well, look, listen, you're still here. Look, we don't have to trade you, you know. Yeah. See, that's the thing I'm wondering about. Like, it does not seem, and look, it would be weird if the Texans were at the point where people knew that they were like, okay, we're going to have to trade him already. So maybe this is just the dance of negotiation. But what is it that Watson can do to force their hand when there are no games coming up? You know, training camp's a mile away. You know, he can kind of stomp his feet all he wants, and he does have very good representation. So maybe that's part of the, you know, the things that go on behind the scenes, making it clear to what seems like a clear, uh, clueless organization. But I do kind of wonder, how can he force their hand sometime soon? Because to me, it feels like this is going to go on for a very long time, mm-hmm. like right up until like the draft. Yep, I agree. I agree. This is this is. No, we'll be talking about this for the next couple months. There's, there's yes. no question there are about 91 it. Ninety-one days. Just, oh, yeah. but who's counting, right? <laughs> uh, maybe you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes. Trust me. <laughs> Paulie's in Long Island. Hey, Paulie, you're next on ninety-eight-seven. Hey, what's up, guys? Thanks a lot for taking my call. Hey, Paul. What's up, Paulie? Um, so, uh, listen, I'm a big Dolphins fan. I think that Deshaun would be the best on Miami. I think that we have the assets to go out there and get him, and I think that. Why would he want to go to the Jets over the Dolphins? The Dolphins have a big man receiver in Parker. They have a top 10 tight end. Who's he throwing to in New York? Will Fuller is better than anyone the Jets have on their roster. I think Miami is the best place for him. And if he goes there, they're automatically a top four team in the AFC with that defense that they have also. Thanks for taking the call, guys. All right, Paulie. Well, Paulie, you're not wrong. They do have uh, the thing that, that, that makes it tough for me to believe that Miami, maybe this is the cynical Dolphin fan in me. Mm-hmm. The Dolphins have come out already stated about Tua. They not only stated about Tua, they went out and hired a quarterback coach who has worked with Tua in the past. And then there's the part of the deal that whatever picks going back to the Texans for Deshaun Watson would be the a, a good part of it would be the Texans' own picks. The third pick in the draft is the Texans' pick. The second round pick that this third in the second round, that's the Texans' pick. So that would be – think about the disaster that they already are. Mm. Now they're going to be trading this franchise quarterback and something nobody ever does, and what are they getting in return? Their own draft picks <laughs> back in return. I mean, that would ju- – I mean, people would be joking about that forever. Plus, I think, Gordon, um, what does – and you, you, you have a good, you know, good pulse of this. What does it say to the fans in Miami because, I mean – Two has only been a year. You know, yeah. I mean, Darnold's been like, Darnold's here three years. So there's, there's a, you know, you have it, you have, and you're still hoping he improves, but you kind of have a feel of mm-hmm. what's going on with him. I mean, with Tua, he just got there and, and, you know, it's and a weird year. Giving right? up on, yeah, and a weird yeah, no year. Are you giving up camp. on him already? Yeah. It, it, it does seem, and look, everybody's got a plan and then the plans change. So, mm-hmm. yeah, they thought about Tua and they wanted to go with Tua and they really liked Tua, but here is a guy who, if Tua ever got to that level, would be a real upset at this point, right? Mm-hmm. Like, even the year that he had, which I think is better than a lot of people are making out, to get to the level of Deshaun Watson is a big jump up, and that's what you need. You need an elite quarterback, and he is that. I am, I am of the belief that they are not ready. I, I do not believe that they will make that push. Uh, I think that they have already, it, it, you know, reading different people from down there, they're already kind of making the push to kind of surround Tua with mm-hmm. at least I'll, I'll make this prediction right now in the first round. If the Dolphins do not make the trade for Watson, they will get one of those two Alabama receivers one way or the other, either yeah. um, uh, the Heisman trophy winner or Waddle, one of those Devonte Smith or Waddle, and that they're going to surround him with weapons. So I, I just think that that's the way they are going to go. I know a lot of people 
have mentioned Miami because they do have a lot of draft capital, but I don't think that that's the most important thing. The most important thing is where Watson wants to really play. Would you take a receiver at three, Gordon? No, I think, I mean, if they're, look, again, I will preface this by saying if Mm -hmm. they're smart. I don't know that they're smart, but if they're (laughs) smart, what they do is they hope that one of these teams falls in love with one of these quarterbacks, much like the Jets. Right. And, you know, if it's the Lions who want to move up to three or if it's the Carolina Panthers, they move down seven or eight. There's the receiver there. They get a second round pick, maybe a number one next year. And what you do by doing that is if Tua comes in next year and it seems like, you know, if it turns out he's a disaster, okay, you got two number ones next year. You can kind of move up and down and you can find the next franchise quarterback if you want to move on. No question about it. You know, Adam Schefter, Gordon was on first take today after he left, before he went to Greeny. He was on first take and then he says, you know what, Houston, it's like, it's like a burning building down there. What Deshaun Watson feels is not exclusive to him in that organization. I can tell you, having spoken to many people in that organization, there are similar gripes, similar unhappiness. Nick Casario, when he stepped in there, I think it's fair to say, stepped into a burning building. And that building has caught fire even more. And when you've got the face of your franchise, one of the transcendent talents, not just in football, But in all of sports, refusing to play for that team anymore and wanting to be traded, that tells you what a problem there is. I got to tell you, Gordon, the back of my mind, and I understand that we've just spoken about it, I I, got to see him traded before I believe they're going to let him go. I really do. I just do. I know he could be – I know he's got the no trade. I know all that stuff. But if they claim they can't get a deal – Gordon, I still think they hold the cards. He's he put he, is he gonna sit they out do. a year? Yeah. Is is he is he gonna what is he gonna this is not the NBA where you can just force your way out. Is he gonna sit out a year? Is he gonna ruin is he gonna, you know, do a levy on Bell in this situation? Not not for money, but sit out a year? I I I still don't believe they're gonna trade him until I see it. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how emotionally invested he is in this. Now he has to be pretty emotionally invested to have come to grips with the possibility of missing some time, either be it training camp, maybe it is week one, maybe it does drag on that long. The fact that it's already started now, I'd like to think that it's going to be, you know, that they can make that point to the Texans management and ownership that he is, he is done there. He is not going back under any set of circumstances. But, yeah, I mean, it's not a, you know, it's not a foregone conclusion, and there's still a lot of people that believe. I believe – I don't – you know, I haven't taken a look at it in the last 12 hours. I believe the last time I checked, the odds still favor the Houston Texans as being the team that he plays for week one next year. Interesting. You've already alienated him. You've alienated your fan base. The fan base has already chosen Deshaun Watson. And players talk in the NFL. I promise you, players have already called their agents who are upcoming free agents – and said, don't send me to Houston. Don't care what they don't care what they say. I am not going to Houston because of the way that they've handled their prime player. Dan Olofsky on NFL Live with his thoughts about <laughs> what happens to the Texans going forward. It's, ES- it's ESPN New York tonight here on 98.7 ESPN. Hardesty and Damer until midnight. Gordon, let's go back to the phones. Chris is in Manhattan. Hey, Chris, you're next on 98.7. Hey, good evening, guys. Thanks for taking my call. Hey, What's up, Chris? Um... Uh, hey, can you hear me all right? Yeah. Okay, cool, cool. Uh, first, um, it's good to be speaking with you again. Um, I've been listening. I just need uh, to shout out Buddha in the Bronx and Gordon Damer. Yes. Man, the other night, that was, that was radio, that was must-see Radio in between the two of you. I must thank you. I appreciate that. It. Was, that it's, was it's, verbal it's painful to tennis point out at when, its when finest. Wrong, but, you know, that was like, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you know what? I mean, I was, you know, as I as I always say to my man Trey, better known as Pretty Ricky, Pretty Ricky, what they called him. Um, <laughs> hey man, I was I, I, usually at that at, at that time of night. I'm I'm halfway in the sunken place. So I but I but y'all woke me up. I sat. I almost sat up. Like when Jordan cuffed it the first time when he was in North Carolina. So thank you. All right. Now, Gordon, the first thing I got to ask you, I, 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 did you say something about trading Quinn Williams? Well, 
I, I don't know that I did. Did I say something about training? He quoted, camp? He quoted Mike well, Tannenbaum. Yeah, Mike Tannenbaum. Oh, was okay, saying, like, okay, if okay. It, if it's okay. push comes to shove and they say you have to include Quinn and Williams, you include Quinn and Williams because you can find defensive tackles. You can't find quarterbacks like Watson. Yeah, no, I'm good on that. Next. Um, okay, yeah, so we let not me just do make it. Sure I'm clear. You're passing yeah. on arguably a top three I, quarterback. Because I you swear to God, I know. I speak English well, and I know I didn't stutter. No offense. Okay. All right. I'm not doing sure I'm that. Only because I'll just say it this way I'm not that thirsty for a quarterback. Why? Okay. Because I'm sure, as I've said a million times, it's really not your biggest position that you need or position group that you need to upgrade. I know it's sexy to talk about, but That's the most important in the position. event, and now again, again, in the event that you do get Deshaun Watson, which I'm good with, that's beautiful. What's next? Now, if I hear a pause or I hear, or I don't hear names again, as I like, I, try, well, I, talk I mean, about you'll this still have trail. other picks. You have a lot of cap space. You can fill other yeah. needs. Okay, no, 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 you're, you're, you're correct about that. My, my point is this. I don't hear the names. So if I don't hear the names, like, if you, you know, if you say, hey, well, Chris, you know, you probably, you know, if Joe Thune hits, if Chris Godwin hits, you know, if Trey Hendrickson hits, now I'm feeling you. Do you understand what I'm saying? Because now you have a plan for my whole team. You know what I'm saying? Because, again, you know, some of these things, hey, that, that offensive lineman, that you, because, again, especially if you get Deshaun Watson, the way I see it is if you're lucky, you're drafting in the third round, and you have two of those third-round picks, right? You probably would lose another first from, uh, from next year, but next year is next year, right? You'll still have a one next year. No, I, no that, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. You know, um, but, again, you would, you, would, you would have to plan that I'm not, yeah I'm probably going to be sitting the first you know the you know a good portion you know of the first two rounds out if not all of it yes, right probably. or you can move up into the yep. second but the thing is whoever the quarterback is right and the the one thing that you said about Luke Wilson um, if they decide to go that Zach route Wilson. okay I'm good I'm good I'm sorry Zach 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 Wilson yes mm-hmm. okay I mean again I. I my where I, where I stand, you know, I can I can go with Sam because again, um, if you go with Wilson, you have that second first round pick, and again, the plan stays the same in free agency. You're gonna need one. You, you're still gonna need to upgrade defense. You you need somebody to go get the other team's quarterback because as if you've seen any Jets game, they look real comfortable. They look like stat that everybody looks like Tom Brady when we play them. Conversely, our quarterback is always under pressure. I don't want Wilson, Watson, or Donald uh, or Donald to be in that position. And unfortunately, I think a lot of that gets lost in you know because again, it's not sexy to be talking about offensive linemen. But you know what? I'm not looking for if we get Deshaun Watson for him to get beat up here. No, I'm looking to protect him. Now, you'll say, okay, what can we do? That's when you got to start looking at some of these senior bowl practices and looking at some of, some of the offense. Because me, you need to sign an offensive lineman, preferably a guard, hopefully, and you need to draft one. Now you're lying, because I'm good with Sam. Yeah, I mean, Chris, you, you got a lot of holes. I understand that. I mean, you basically need just about everything except, like, left tackle and nose tackle. I mean, you know, I mean, but that's the case whether you get Deshaun Watson or not. And that and that's my point. Is that you know, again? Draft capital is all well and good if you're hitting at a high clip. I don't know that Joe. Wait, Douglas wait, has wait, shown wait, that wait! Yet. You're talking about Joe Douglas. Wait, he didn't hit at a high clip, Makai Becton. Okay, hmm. yeah, he was the 11th like pick in the draft. Bryce Hall is pretty nice. Who? What? Bryce Hall, Ashton Davis, Denzel Mims. That's, Mims. I, I just named four. What? Mims played like four games. Wait, timeout. I understand that, but if you if if you hear what people say about Denzel Mims, yeah, they say it when now. he's sitting on the sidelines. 
that Gordon, I'm talking about. Look, man, that that's sorry. Too, he played nine that, games this too, year. No, his no, best no, you, game, no, you, no, 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 no. His look, you best game. Accentuate the negative and eliminate for, the positive. Four catches for sixty-seven yards and no oh, touchdowns. You're gonna turn me into Buddha now because I see a little. I'm just hater saying, like, like, can we can, can, yeah. calm down with Denzel Mims? Why? Well, I will say Why? this, guys. I will say this, and and thanks for the call, Chris. I'm up against the clock. I will say this. He shows potential that he could be a very good player. And so, you know, we got to play it out and wait and see what he's he's able to do. Because I don't know. I thought, listen, I'm in this position, Gordon, as a Jet. If I'm a Jet fan, I can't judge Mims because I, I don't know what Darnold's doing. So right. I don't know. You yeah, know. I don't know how much is on him. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I mean, That's he, fair. He could be great. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm waiting for Donald to look left. He's running. You know, so and I understand Chris's point, and we all get it. Yeah, the. We talk about quarterback because in the league, that's where that's where it begins. But we all know that the Jet offensive line's got to improve. Listen, we know he's used to playing behind the bad offensive line because he was running for his life at Houston. Doesn't mean that the, that the Jets intend for that to happen. So I, I know what he's saying, just that you want to make sure that everybody's reminded that getting him doesn't solve every problem. But, I don't but think anybody's one, saying a big that, one, But it does cross a big one off your list. Yes. That, I, all I know is I've been doing this for, for 25 years, and all I have heard from Jet fans is we need to get a quarterback. We need to get a quarterback. We need to get a quarterback. Here's a guy. He's available. He apparently wants – he's interested in you. Now you're going to have to pay a price. That is true. It's an expensive price. But you know what you're getting. Yeah, you do. And once again, it's kind of not in your hands because he's not a free agent. No. So you're going to have to make a deal for him. So you're kind of, you know, you're kind of at the whim of Houston. At 1-800-919-3776, taking your phone calls. Currently, we're talking about the uh, Jets and Deshaun Watson as the, you know, conversation just keeps on going with that. We'll be talking about this for a while, so get used to it. <laughs> a little bit later. 91 the- days until the NFL draft. <laughs> there you go. And we'll be talking about it even after that. Probably. Even after that. Yeah. yeah because- once he gets traded, then we got to break down where he went. That's right. right. Then we got to criticize why? who didn't get him. Yeah. All 15 teams. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> because there's more than half the league that could use them. There's no doubt about that. Uh, you know, so it, it, it's fun to talk about. And, and listen, but the frustrating thing here, and, and this is if you're, if you're a Jet fan or if you're a fan just wondering that, you know, how do you get him? Once again, like I said, he's not a free agent. So you're really helpless. It's not like you can just recruit him. It's not like, you know, how could you not get him? How did you not spend enough money? He, you only way you can get him is via trade. So it's, it's, it's a, it's a hair pulling, frustrating situation because you're wondering, okay, the Jets have the second round pick, but Miami's got the third round pick. So he could go to Miami and then Miami, they could take the third round pick, even though it's the, they get the third round pick back. Number the, the number three pick in the first round, I'm sorry, back. But then they could also trade down, <laughs> you know, because let's say, let's say tours in the deal. So they've got a quarterback. They could trade down and get a whole lot of folks because they're trying to blow up salary on that team anyway. So it's, it's just it, – there's so many possibilities to this, Gordon. They're endless. Yeah, you know, and it feels like – and maybe this is me because I keep hearing everybody saying Miami, it's the Jets, it's the Jets, Miami. It might be some team that we're not even really even thinking about right Chicago. now. Chicago. Right? You know what I mean? It could be some outlier team. And you know what? The other thing is we know that it seems like Watson wants off of Houston, but mm-hmm. we don't really know what he wants – for the next team? Is it about the city he wants to go to? Is there a comfort level with a person, a person running a team? Is it, you know, Clemson is, is in South Carolina is North Carolina, something where that's something that would appeal to him with the Panthers. We don't really know what's going into his decision-making progress process outside of the fact he wants out of Houston that much. We know <laughs> that's clear. Yes, <laughs> He definitely wants out. Buddha's in the Bronx. He joins us next on 98.7. Hey, Buddha. Hey, what's going on, guys? Oh, my God. Long day today at work. I haven't listened to sports radio at all. You know, I get home. You know, 100 Rifles is on. I'm, I'm having a relaxing, you know, a re- refreshment. And then I heard the bad news from Richie Meany. Unbelievable, man. Like, listen here, man. 
there's a lot of lookalikes in life. You know, um, Alfonso Soriano and 50 Cent, Al McGuire and Grandpa from the Monsters. <laughs> and now this offseason is looking like Joe Douglas is doing the same thing all over again. I mean, like, bro, can you get us some veteran player that plays well at any position? Who are you? I mean, Joe Douglas, I know they gave you six years. But who are you to come here and give out the impression to people that you're not going to make a move like that when that move is on the table? That is unbelievable, man. I mean, you give up whatever you got to give up. You, um, you know, you look around and, and, and you see, you know, how long ago have the Jets had a quarterback that they drafted? How long ago have the Jets had a skill player that they drafted that were like in the top five, ten, or whatever? I'm giving up those three picks. I'm figuring out which way I got to move to get that other pick up a little higher and get that tight end from um, Florida. I mean, Deshaun Watson is on the table. You got to feed him. You got to give him the bib. It's got to be an all lobster, you know, shell steak, you know, the City Island special. You understand? And you got to get him here. You don't bring him here as a GM with your six-year deal Listen, there's going to be a revolt in hand, man. You know, like, what's his plan? To come back with Sam Donald or Allen Robinson? Like, come on, bro. Like, you see, this is what pissed me off. And, and, and lad, you know, I said this to you a thousand times in the mm-hmm. past. Mm-hmm. I don't want to hear about all this trust that everybody's got in Joe Douglas. First of all, he wasn't the GM in Philly. He might have been a, a, a scout or a player personnel person. His free agency moves have left a lot to be desired. His draft picks have been fair to good. You know, uh, Mims, I don't think, is a is a good player. But like you said, Gordon, I agree with you. It's Same more, thing like it's with more Sam potential Donald. than you actual gotta be on the field. so far. you got to be on the field. Yes. You understand know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't care about your hamstring and all this other stuff. And then it's just it's mind-boggling to me, man. It is mind-boggling to me. We've had Al Toon. We've had Keyshawn Johnson. These are the playmakers that we've had, like in in, in a, a receiver capacity. You got a chance to get this quarterback. You give up what you need to give up, and I'm telling you, I give up Sam. You only get a third round, Sam. You give up Sam. You see if you can move up a couple of spots to somebody else. You get that tight end. We are in business. You know Caesar Salah is going to have us a good defense. You know that. You know that. I mean, come on. What is going on in this world? Well, I'll say this, Buddha. I'll, I'll say this, Buddha, and thanks for the phone call. And Gordon, you can weigh in as well. Remember, he can't really say anything Not because yeah. you know he's under Watson's under contract with another team. So what what reporters are saying is what they're hearing from different sources about this. I mean, he he just can't come out. This tampering, he can't come out and say, "Oh, we want him." I mean, I'm sure he does. <laughs> I mean. I'm sure it would be like going into the showroom and, and, and walking in and going, oh, my gosh, these cars are beautiful. Look at these cars. These are amazing. I got to get me one of these cars. Yeah, he's playing it cool, right? He's, he's playing it close to the vest. He can't say anything yet. So I think he's – I don't know what's going on behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. I will say this. If Watson is able to convince the Texans that he wants out and the Texans start taking offers – it would be malpractice for Joe Douglas not to be in that, in that conversation. So mm-hmm. if that turns out to be the case, and I would agree with Buddha that it does feel like Douglas gets a whole lot of pass on a lot of things uh, and the trust level that he definitely knows what's going on and he definitely is going to do a good job, I do think is a little bit high. But at least so far, I can't criticize him in the pursuit of a player that we don't even know if he's <laughs> yeah. going to be moved or not. Yeah. See what hurts. What hurts Joe is the free agent O yes. linemen that he signed. Mm-hmm. That's what hurts him. The 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 free agent um, corner that was in that the Colts cut uh, uh, this year. This year, yeah, yeah. You know that they had to cut him. That mm-hmm. that hurts him. His draft, as we say, and listen, you you, you five years early. later you analyze the draft, yeah, but you can early. say Becton has shown promise. He looks like a, he'll be a fixture mm-hmm. at left tackle. And there's some players that have shown you, hey, you know what? It's, it's, they could be people that will 
be able to finally maybe finish, get a second contract with the Jets, which has not always been the case with their draft choices. Yeah. So, so, that, so that's what you're looking at with here. You're seeing some, some hope. Okay, so that's good. But, you know, we still have to play it out. But like I said, you know, you, you have to wait and see, A, what happens with the draft, and you got to give him a shot. He's, he's not – let me say this again for everybody. Watson is not a free agent. This is not where, okay, I got to go. We got to send everybody to the house and we, you know, we're going to bring him up here and we're going to, like they did with Brett Favre, we're going to bring him in the helicopter and land him in, land him in, <laughs> in Teterboro and take the limo down to, you know, Florham Park so you can see the facilities. That's not what this is. This is, we, we, we are interested, we, we, we are interested in him, but we can't say publicly we're interested in him. But behind the scenes, we would get him tomorrow if we possibly could. That's how I believe the Jets are feeling. Yeah, I, I think that that has to be the case. I, I know that there'll be re- there's going to be every single kind of report before this thing is said and done, right? Yes. Oh, the Jets yeah. are interested. They're not interested. They will give this up. They won't give this up. This is going to go on for a long period of time. I find it hard to believe if Joe. Do- uh, well, I'll say this. If it turns out Watson is going to get moved and Joe Douglas says, you know what? We're not interested. Well, then you don't have to worry about six years. You can get rid of him right now. He he should be out of a job immediately if he has no interest in Deshaun Watson. So I think that uh, let's see how it plays out before we uh, hammer him on it. Absolutely. Now, if it was John Idzik. (laughs) (laughs) a little different could you imagine if idzik and gase got together oh could you imagine the team they'd put on the field oh well it's pretty close (laughs) couldn't be much worse right yeah we kind of saw it last season we did kind of 1-800-919-3776 back to the phones we go trey is in brooklyn texas joins us next on 98.7 hey trey what's up larry trey i gotta ask you this Gordon and I were wondering, Chris from Manhattan called in and called you pretty Ricky. Okay, well, I'll explain. Okay, come on. G, are you there? I'm yeah, here. I'm here, Trey. I'm, I'm, I, I, my mouth is open, and I'm, I'm without breath and without words. But go ahead, pretty Ricky. Don't be, don't be your family, damn it. Your family. Okay. So that is, the, that is the name of my love. Her name is Ricky. Mm-hmm. And he teases me constantly about it, so. Okay, that's that's what that is. That makes more sense. Oh yes, that's good. I, I thought this. I was, thought this was an alter ego he created. For exactly. Himself. Yeah. Exactly. His name's Jamal. The alter ego's Jamal. When the Knicks do bad and you know things are going left with you know the oh, Yankees okay. and you know, oh, okay. yeah, that Jamal comes out. Larry okay. met Jamal. I've had a couple of Jamal rants. Not many, but but Jamal. yeah, it's been a while before this last one. You had it's been a while before the last one. I almost I forgot good. about Jamal. Was, it's been so long. I was good until I was good until Kyrie did what he did. I was good. Yeah, I know. I know. I was good. That, it's that, good to have that you back, Trey. Yeah, as, as people that work for a living, man, I, I think you can understand what you know. Absolutely. My feelings, you know. Absolutely. So, no question. That's what that, that that that's definitely heartfelt. Not not you know what I mean? Like you definitely. Know, you know, we spoke to the earth people, Larry. You know what I'm saying? We come from what what we call in the Bronx and Brooklyn meager beginnings. Yes. Yes. So I, you know, I I want that. I want that young man to acknowledge that, you know, everybody don't play basketball for a living. You know, Mm -hmm. so kind of, you know, be happy with your little position, man. You got a nice little position in life, and you can affect change. Don't take that for granted. That's all I was trying. Got you. All right. So I need Deshaun Watson, and I know Brian's in the in the in the the control lab. I need him in the in New York in the morning. No, we can't have that soon. No, 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 no. Gordon, we don't want him that uh-huh. soon. Stretch it out. No, we no, 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 no. we don't Why want him don't that soon. Him no, no, no. Why not? Why, why I'll take him. Day? You know what I want? Night before the draft. What do you want? <laughs> <laughs> yep, night before the draft. Larry, come well, look, on, if you're man, calling them up right ready. now saying, we'll give you whatever you want, you're probably that's, not going to get yourself the best deal. I... Like you don't want to pay any more than you have to pay, right? So what you're saying, so what you're saying is, don't purge the draft capital if, unless you really have to. 
Is that what right. you're yeah, saying? Yeah, I mean, like, you know, play it cool, right? Okay. Like when you, like I said before, when you go into the car dealership or you go into the store and you're buying something, you know, rather expensive for, uh, for, for your girl, you don't go up to the counter and say, oh, my God, look at these diamonds. These are fantastic. I have to have all of these. You know, you, you, you pretend like I'm not even interested in this thing. You know what I mean? Eh, I can walk away at any second. So play it cool. Gee, I'm trying. I'm trying to be Val Kilmer in Tombstone, man. I'm trying to be Doc Holliday when he was swinging there the cup go. on his hand at Johnny Ringo. I'm trying to be that, but this is Deshaun Watson. I understand, but that but it's easy oh, to do it the other times. This is what makes it work because why are you going to set the why are you going to set the pace? Let everybody else come and say, okay, here's what I'll do. You heard all these other offers. Here's what I give you. Boom, 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 boom. Bring them over. Done. I'm not trying to get in a bidding war for him. I understand. I understand because, once again, here's the other thing I'm doing, Trey and Gordon. I'm talking to his agent. Yes. So I yeah, kind of get an idea. His agent is a very clued-in guy. Larry, hey, I, I kind of get an idea of what's going I, I would, on. I'm going to tell you like this, Larry. I really don't like talking jet insider information with G on the phone because you know he's working <laughs> for them people down south. Now, I get it. That's my man. G is family. You know, I, I dig that. G, we met. That's my man. G's my man. So what I'm telling you is, Larry, if we miss this whale, I'm holding you personally responsible, Mr. Hardesty. Are you ready for that responsibility? Why are you holding me personally responsible? Because you're no relation- I, I have no relationship to Joe Douglas or any of the Johnsons. <laughs> Otherwise, I'd be getting my Larry. vaccine right now and all my family. Yeah, I know, that's right. <laughs> oh, man, talk that talk. Talk that talk. I'll be, be telling Gordon and the kids, come on player. over. I got vaccine, baby. Hey, come on I'll over. Be, I'll be over in 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Might be an hour and a half drive. I'll be there in 10 minutes. <laughs> gee, gee, I want you to remember this conversation that we had tonight because we if will. we missed out on this whale. I'm writing it down, Trey. When we get, when we get to that softball game, and, and we're going to get to that softball game this year, where that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. When we I get there so. this year, I promise you, I'm going to look at Larry out the corner of my eye when he's walking up, and I'm going to say, this is your fault. <laughs> okay. Look, if, if if Larry, I mean, I love him, but if he had influence like that, he would have he would have used it when Idzik was still here, and that <laughs> and draft with saying. Calvin Pryor and, and Jason Morrow and all say. the other guys who couldn't play a lick. Hey, hey Trey, if I had that influence, I would have drafted. Remember, I told you I wanted Watson, and when you took yeah. Jamal Adams, yeah, you would have had him already. That's, that's right. You that's already right. had him. You're, you're so yeah, you're right. And we'd Way to dig yourself out of the whole consigliere. Hey, Way hey, to dig hey. yourself out of the whole consigliere. That's you good. You got it, Trey. All right, thanks for the phone call, my friend. And then, and then, Gordon, we'd be talking about, boy, we sure thought Deshaun Watson was better than this at Clemson. <laughs> 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 what happened yeah. to him? <laughs> yeah. Seems like Adam Gase is not getting the best out of Deshaun. You think Deshaun <laughs> wants out of team right now. <laughs> That's for sure. He yanked his hair out. <laughs> Definitely. Well, no, Deshaun Watson will be doing the same thing that he's doing in Houston. I want out. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that a trade is not made anytime soon just for the sheer factor of I can't wait to see what the Texans do wrong next. Yeah, true. I mean, it seems like they can't go a day. I mean, Adam Schefter said that they likened them to a house on fire. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what he said. The next per- you know the next person to go is going to be J.J. Watt. Oh, I, I thought that he was going to go anyway. I mean, he's 32. He's making a boatload of money. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I could see – now, you know, he's been there longer, so maybe he's looking more towards the end of the of the career, right? So, mm-hmm. But I, I would think that he probably – you know, his window of opportunity is closing pretty quick. No question. It is. It definitely is. Joe's on the Upper West Side. Hey, Joe, you're next on 98.7 ESPN. Hey, uh, hey guys. Um, I just have one thing to say. The Jets can get Deshaun Watson – and make the trade. Look, I'm on Jeff, I'm an Eagle fan, but the Cleveland Browns were the biggest dumpster fire ever, and they're finally getting out of it. If the Jets can do this, they're they're going to be they're finally they're not going to be a laughing stock anymore. They're going to actually you do whatever you can. I don't care if you need to give up three first round draft picks, two seconds. Look, Deshaun Watson stats this year. Nobody's ever going to remember what he did this year, but the guy could have won MVP. He literally, on a 4 and 12 team, it's laughable, but what he did, it was insane. He literally led the league in passing yards, maybe because they were always down. 
but the guy is unbelievable. The guy is right under Mahomes. He's a Hall of Famer already. He, he could be a Hall of Famer. You need to make the trade if you're the Jets. I agree with you, Joe. Thanks for the phone call. Well, we all agree. I just think that what you're hearing from Jet fans is that we want him, but we don't want – we definitely want him. But we don't want to give up too much because we still need other pieces to our puzzle to make us better. He helps huge offensively. He raises us up, God, Gordon, five, six, seven, eight, ten levels offensively. But it doesn't mean that we're becoming a winner. It's more things we need. It's help on the on the offensive line. It's another running back. It's an upgraded receiver. And that's just on that side of the football. Then, of course, you got to go on the other side of the football, depth in the secondary, uh, hopefully a linebacker, you know, hopefully, you you know, with, uh, you know, with, with some returning guys, you hope that you get better there. And then, you you know, you got a piece when you talk about uh, Quentin Williams. All right. You got Mosley coming back. So you're hoping that that they will help you, but you still need pieces. So that's the only thing. We get it. We get it. We understand. But, you know, you got to try to get them. Got to try yeah. to get them. There's no single person that can fix all the things that are wrong with the Jets, just like Deshaun Watson wasn't enough to fix all the things that were wrong with the Houston Texans. But that's a big piece. Mm -hmm. And it would be one thing, again, if he were 31 or 32 or, you know, a little bit long. This is a guy who's 25. He's only two years older than Darnold. Yeah. So this is... The Jets are a rebuilding situation right now. This puts the rebuild in warp speed because now you've got the most. Now you don't have to worry about that. That you've got taken care of. There's no more questions about, well, is he going to take a step forward this year? Is he going to take a step back? How is he going to work with this? You know that that part of the team is solved. Now you can go about solving the other parts of the team. Absolutely. That would work. Patrick's in Queens. Hey, Patrick, you're next on 98.7. Hey, how you doing, Uncle Larry? Gordon, how are you guys? Hey, Patrick. What's going on, man? Not much, man. Just here chilling, playing some FIFA, hearing you guys talk. Hey, so I was wondering, Larry, I know you're a Jets fan and all, but what do you think, honestly, is the Giants' chance of getting Deshaun Watson? I'm a big Giants fan. I like Danny, but come on, man. Deshaun Watson is just, you know, it's Deshaun Watson. So what do you think, like, it would take? I mean, I'm willing to go to Houston if, that was, if that's what it takes as well. Patrick, I don't know. I don't know that you have enough draft capital. Thanks for the phone call and when to take where you need for him to go. Uh, you're drafting 11th uh, because uh, you decide to win some games, <laughs> get, yeah, and, and fall short of going to the postseason. But you decide to win some games, and so that dropped you. Um, you know, I guess you could give them. You know, you could give them uh, Daniel Jones. And, and you got to suck up some draft choices over the next couple of years. And, and as Gordon mentioned a couple of nights ago, your general manager, talk about general managers, this is, this, that would have to come from the Mars because Gellum is not doing that on his own. <laughs> Every time I see a headline of, will the Giants be involved in Deshaun, or what are the Giants' odds of, of getting Deshaun Watson? They're zero. They are not, I, I don't know where he's going to end up going. I feel very confident it will not be the New York Giants. I agree. Unfortunately, Giant fans, I agree. All the same points remain. They should be in, but they won't be in. That's not the type of move that they're going to make at all. I mean, I just, it's no secret that I want to be back with the Yankees. Uh, I want to be back in New York. And it was frustrating at times because it took so long, but I'm so excited to be back. That's what I wanted from the beginning. It's what I wanted all along. So just couldn't be more excited. You know, I'm just happy it all worked out. DJ LeMahieu is back with the Yankees for a reasonable price. It's ESPN New York tonight here on 98.7 ESPN. And Gordon, that had to make you as a Yankee fan feel pretty good. Not only is he back, but... You kind of saved some coin on him. Yeah, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm frustrated as a Yankee fan that every single decision now, it seems like uh, to, to buy something, you got to sell something. But, yeah, I'm happy that DJ LeMahieu is back. I, I'm, it's, it's great that uh, they were able to, to take care of that. It's the other parts of the offseason I'm not too crazy about. But I know what I get in LeMahieu. They had to bring him back. I, I, th I think I said that if he had not come back, that would have been the most unpopular call made on a player during Brian Cashman's tenure, not bringing him back. 
So I, I think it was a move they had to make, and uh, they got it done. After all the, well, you know, he could go here. He could go to the Red Sox. He could go to the Mets. Yeah, we understand how free agency works. He could go anywhere. So, But he's back with the Yankees, and thank God. Absolutely. So, DJ, uh, what are your thoughts on how the season ended in 2020? I think we ran into a really hot Tampa team. Um, I thought we were better than they were. I think they just made a couple plays that we didn't, and that was the bottom line. Um, and moving forward, we got to, you know, we got to make those plays, um, you know, whatever it is. Um, but I just thought last year, um, you know, they just had our number, and it was disappointing. And uh, you know, I think it's gonna, you know, I, I, I really think we're gonna get over the hump here. So. Um, hopefully that just just keeps building. For me, Gordon, the difference was every pitcher that came out of Tampa's bullpen was six nine, threw a hundred miles an hour, and had off speed stuff that dropped off a table. <laughs> yeah, I mean they, they just uh, they kind of outplayed them, and it, it's been a problem for the Yankees in several postseasons now. That, that when it comes down to it, the offense just does not get the big hit in the big spot when they need to. And uh, it, it's been very, very frustrating. And this time it was the Rays and, you know, all the different things that went on in that series with, um, you know, the, the game two and the decision there and all that type of stuff. But uh, at the end of the day, it was all about the offense. So having the one guy who has performed pretty much each time in the postseason that he's been here uh, having D.J. LeMahieu back is, is a big key. D.J. also weighed in, Gordon, on Masahiro Tanaka leaving, not being in the rotation. Very excited to be back personally. Exciting day, exciting week for me. Disappointing news, I guess, this morning with Masa signing that he won't be back with the Yankees. But just, you know, wanted to mention what a great teammate he's been, what an impact he's had on the Yankees, on the city. And, you know, obviously wish him well and we'll be following him. And, you know, as exciting as it is, I'm, I'm disappointed I'm not going to be able to play with him anymore. But, um, you know, really happy for him. And So, Gordon, what did you, as a Yankee fan, how did you feel about no Masahiro Tanaka? I just didn't think, look, I would have liked something more reliable and more, you know, something more I could count on in the rotation outside of Corey Kluber and and the other moves that they've made. I did not really think Tanaka, bringing Tanaka back was is is really all that uh, a move that they had to make, right? I, I, you've seen that since the, the ball changed a couple of years ago and he just could not control his pitches the same way that he used to. Uh, he, he just hasn't been the same pitcher. I mean, you know, even not, take out 2020, uh, 2019, his ERA was four, almost four and a half. So it just seems like he has not been the same guy the last couple of years. And it was one thing when he was, you know, regular season, keep you in the game kind of guy, but postseason absolute shutdown guy. He hasn't been that absolute shutdown guy in the postseason either the last couple of times. So yeah. um, it's sad to see him go. I liked him as a Yankee. I don't know that he necessarily lived up to the reputation. He did early, but the last few years it's kind of fallen off. So, I, you know, looking at what he probably wanted in terms of a contract, I didn't have an issue not bringing him back. And now considering where the Yankees are in terms of payroll, uh, they really would have been bending over, <laughs> you know, they really would have been crippling themselves that they had to sign him to a contract of I don't even know what 10 million dollars 12 million dollars when they just don't seem to have that type of play, payroll flexibility yeah we'll hear from Corey Kluber in a second I just wanted to piggyback on that Gordon the off-speed stuff when he first came in once he was just people were striking out you know with no clue once the word got around to kind of lay off the the, the splitter mm -hmm. then that changed him him going back to Japan He's going to be tremendous because you know what he's going to do? He's going to go back to pitching once a week, Gordon. Yeah, <laughs> and it does and, seem to. And he'll be great. And, I, you know, I wouldn't be surprised that, you know, maybe a couple of years down the road, it would not shock me if he were back in Major League Baseball. Mm -hmm. uh, that would not shock me. I mean, he's still a young guy. He's still only 32. It feels like he's older, right? It feels yeah, like he's been does. around a lot longer than that. Yeah. But he's still a fairly young guy. He was a good Yankee. It just uh, I, 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 it was not one of those ones where I was like, yeah, they really got to bring him back. I mean, but I do seven think years. That, can't believe it was think, seven years. Yeah, I do think that it's the possibility you get into this year and you're saying to yourself, man, I wish we had Masahiro Tanaka right now. <laughs> I can see that possibility. You know, Corey Kluber's all of a sudden on the DL. This guy's on the DL. Everybody's on the DL. 
Oh, excuse me, the IL. Yeah. Whatever the hell they call it now. Yeah. Well, you know, they'll they'll just fly over to Japan and get bring it back. Yeah. <laughs> they got to get some scratch simple. off. They got to check the cushions for some nickels and some dimes before they can afford it. You know. <laughs> Corey Kluber spoke to the media today, Gordon. He was asked, "How good can the rotation be?" Obviously, you know, Garrett's one of the one of, if not the best pitchers in the league, and and Jameson's had had spurts when he's healthy, where you know he's right up there, you know, in that that top tier pitchers too, and. uh you know, Severino, if, if he's able to come back healthy, uh, obviously he's got, you know, great stuff and has proven that he can pitch at that extremely high level too. And I know that they've got some younger guys in that rotation that they got a chance to pitch last year that they feel really good about. So, you know, I think that it's it's like any rotation any year. Um, you know, I think that you can you can feel as good as you want about it in January, February, March, but I think it's all about that process of, of getting, you know, through a spring training and, and getting ready for the season and then hitting the ground running when you do and then uh, staying as consistent, you know, one through five or one through six, whatever however it ends up working out without with off days, uh, you know, throughout the course of the season as long as possible. See Gordon, that's not the question for me. The question is how good can you be? Yeah. <laughs> that's what I want to know. And there's no, there's, there's nothing that Corey Kluber is going to be able to say to me to convince me that he is going to be healthy for the yeah. entire season and the postseason. Yeah, he's got. Well, what can he you. possibly say? Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm doing my best. I got, right. I got to show you. Only thing I can do is show you. That's it. And and if and if and if he's able to be, Gordon, eighty percent of what oh, he God. was, that'll be fantastic. You'll be ecstatic. You'll yeah, be ecstatic. Absolutely. I'll take that. No question. Back to the phones. Charlie's in Woodside. Hey, Charlie, you're next on 98.7. Hey, Larry Gordon. What's up? Hey, Charlie. Uh, so, uh, I think I'll... A lot of news. A lot of news before I get into the Yankees. Uh, but, guys, I'll tell you. Um, who cares about the Brooklyn Nets? They're nobodies, man. They're ghosts. Well, then why don't you bring them up? <laughs> They're, they're nobody if nobody cares about them, uh, why, uh, the first you say they got all these things to get to, and then the first thing you say is nobody cares about the Brooklyn Nets. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm recommending. Recommending. There's Deshaun Watson wants out. Okay, the, we'll get to the Deshaun Jets, Watson the then. Jets, the Jets are in on it. The, the Mets getting uh, tr- uh, Nets trading the uh, what is that? Um, Lindor. Steven Mads. Those oh, news. Yep. Lindor. The Yankees. Those are important. Okay. The Nets are relevant. Please don't talk so about it. Please don't, don't talk about it. The, okay, we did. We weren't talking about it. You <laughs> okay, talked about it. Okay, okay, then let's move to the Yankees. But you should not be talking and talking about this. They don't, they're like ghosts to me. So, uh, uh, but in terms of the Yankees, um, uh, I was bummed up when uh, Masahiro Tanaka. Uh, of course, I'm a big fan of him. Uh, he left to Japan. I thought, I thought he could have been really good fit for the Dodgers, the Padres, or like maybe. Because the American League is not that good. Uh, I mean, I mean, compared to the National League, uh, maybe the Oakland A's. That would be a nice ballpark to pitch. But I'm kind of bummed out that he kind of left. But he was a solid, yeah, very solid Yankee. Huge in big games and po- uh, playoff signs. I still remember uh, I was at the game three of the LDS uh, in 2017. I'll, I'll remember that performance, um, the one nothing uh, seven shutout innings and the one nothing victory. So. I hope he, I don't know, maybe maybe one year, maybe go back there, maybe comes back uh, to the U.S., uh, wish him luck. But, and, yeah, I mean, then you got the, the, the LeMayhew officially signed and Kluger and, of course, the the pitching depth that trying the Yankees get. And how about the, yeah, that's a, I, mean, I mean, yeah, I mean, the fact that the, the early in the K show, they said, like, the Yankees are like uh, not ch- are cheap, and I mean, forget about the luxury tax. I think the Yankee fan needs to calm down. Uh, Yankee fan needs to calm down. It's not George Steinbrenner errors. Uh, um, Yankees no more. It's a it's a different different era of baseball, and you have to understand it. Um, and um, uh, there's revenue sharing. People, uh, a lot of people, a lot of like teams to be able to keep players. So. Uh, we'll see how it goes, but certainly Yankee fans need to calm down. I'm a Yankee Charlie, fan. Charlie, you can oh, say that oh. now. Charlie, Charlie, thanks for the phone call, my friend. Charlie, you can say that now, but if this team doesn't win again, you're not going to say we need to calm down. No. You're going to say, why didn't we spend the money? What's going on? Why aren't they doing what they normally do? That's what you're going to say. And the reason why you're going to say that, Charlie, is very simple. It's because that's what the, the Yankee – the, the Yankee mission statement is very simple. 
win the World Series or it's it, it's 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 a, it's a not a successful season, and you have not even gotten to the World Series. That's the frustrating part. And then, of course, and to make matters worse, Gordon, to lose, as we mentioned, to Tampa last year, who had what a quarter of the payroll. I mean, come on, that's yeah. that's. That's the frustrating thing. And so so the normal Yankee fan reaction is, let's go out. Look, I want I want a Hall of Famer at every position. <laughs> that's what I want because that's what we're used to. But, you know, they, they can't do that right now. I understand, you know, every team has to have a budget, even the Yankees. Yep. The only problem that I have was, well, where was this financial restraint before you made the, the deal for Stanton and brought him in at $29 million, right? Like you're talking about, well, we got to have payroll flexibility. We got to stay under the luxury tax. We got to do this thing and that thing. We got to, you know, we have to have a well rounded team. Well, then why didn't you think about that before you brought in Stanton at $29 million from now until Kingdom Come? Yeah. I, you know, I almost looked at that when it happened as what is this? Is this. Uh, Aaron Judge uh, security because you're not sure if he's because he's got health issues and you still want to keep that, you know, a bat like that in the lineup and, you know, you still want power numbers and stuff like that. I mean, I I didn't understand why they did that at that time, you know. Um, I think they thought that was the final piece, right? 2017, you get to the ALCS. Here's the, you know, superstar talent available. All you have to do is trade a couple of pieces for him. And you bring him in, you slide him right in, and then you have another big bat in the lineup, and and that should get you over the top. And you know, it, you know, it's not only on on Stanton, but it's not gotten them over the top. And now, you know, now that that window of opportunity that opened up in 2017, it feels like not that it's closed shut, but it does feel like it's closing. It mm-hmm. does feel like it's 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 getting. If you had to pick one direction that window was going, it feels like closing rather than opening. Yeah, there's no question about that. There's no question about it. You're listening to the best of ESPN New York tonight.